The Money Podcast by best-selling author of Money, Rob Moore, dives into how to make, manage, and master money. How to know more, make more, and give more. How to save, invest, and raise money. The Money Podcast is for anyone who wants to make more money in a job, profession, or passion. For money masters and money disasters. They say money doesn't make you happy. Rob says it does. Hi, it's Rob Moore here, and I'm known as the Disruptive Entrepreneur. And in this video, I'm going to share with you the 12 most powerful and practical ways to increase your cash flow to make money in as realistically quick a time frame as possible. First things first, step one is stop spending on shit you don't need. People are buying clothes, cars, they're going out for dinners, they're going on holidays that they don't need. And if you're struggling financially, the best thing you can do is cut all those want spends that you convince yourself that you need, you know, the clothes that maybe you don't wear, the holidays you say you need when in fact you could rest and recover in other ways. Everyone's got a load of stuff that they're buying that they think makes them feel better, but actually goes down in value. A bit of discipline now for a bit more cash flow later. Stop spending on all the shit you don't need, that you think you need, but you actually want, and you will build some capital and some income. Point two on ways to create cash flow, powerful ways to create cash flow, is sell all your shit you don't need or use. So ladies, you've probably got a lot of clothes in your wardrobe that still have the labels on. I remember I had loads of vinyl that I wasn't listening to. I remember when I was skinned, I had a drum kit that I wasn't playing that I sold. You've probably got lots of possessions if you went around your house that you don't need, that you could liquidate and turn into cash. Now you have a double effect here because items that you have that you aren't using are going down in value. So liquidating them stops you losing on the capital. And then you can take that freed up income and you can invest that into assets to create more income. Now VLOP is vacuum law of prosperity. And that is that if you want to create income or attract things into your life, you have to make space for it. If you've got a full brain, you can't can't come up with ideas because your head is full. You can't even sleep. And it's same with money and prosperity. If you want to bring new money in and new items into your life, you have to make space. So I'd say two, three times a year, have a mass clear out. It's good for your energy anyway, but it's actually also good for your income. Sell all the stuff, take the capital, reinvest it. Three of 12 powerful ways to create more income is to focus on the big two which is sales and marketing. So many people are spending time on admin, on accounting, uh, creating a perfect product, even though perfect never comes and you have to start now to get perfect later. They are getting distracted. They are actively procrastinating. That's one of the worst. When you convince yourself that you've been busy all day, I've got my desk tidy, I've done all this admin, my email box is clear, my WhatsApp inbox is clear, but... They haven't done any income generating tasks, any key result areas, and they haven't done any sales and marketing. Marketing generates the leads. Sales converts the leads. They are the two most important functions of any business. And most businesses, they think they're a product or service, but actually they're a marketing business. Get used to selling and marketing. One thing, if you are watching this going, I don't like sales, and I don't like marketing, don't worry, I've thought of you, this is point four. So point four is, if you don't like 
or can't do sales and marketing, you're either screwed or you need to partner and JV or hire or outsource sales and marketing. So you could have an internal sales manager or some salespeople that are on the phones or live at your events. You could have an outsourced marketing company or agency, or you could partner with someone who's brilliant at sales and marketing and you've got a great product or service, but you have to engage in sales and marketing. Remember, um, marketing generates the leads, sales converts the leads, but a lot of people who are struggling and can't do it and don't want to do it, and it isn't their skill set or their speciality, they kind of think, well, what can I do? I've lost. You haven't lost. You just have to partner with someone or a company or an outsourcer or an agency that can and is good at doing sales and marketing. Point five of 12 ways to increase your cash flow, preserve your capital, make more money is to start with low cost, high margin products and services. So buying millions of packets of peanuts where you make five cents or pence margin on them, that's not the way to go. But information, online courses, consultancy, mentorship, being an agency, doing e-commerce, depending on, of course, the product. These are all low cost, high margin. No no massive stock and overhead. The great thing about online courses, information, your expertise and knowledge and experience, which is coming later, is that's all in your head. You could turn your passion into your profession. You don't need an office. You don't need stock. You don't need uh, overhead and cost and systems and software. Uh, And it's really important in today's modern world to leverage social media and leverage all the free and low cost channels to market that there are out there, but you don't want to be putting large lumps of capital in before you can make some income back. All right, point six of 12 ways to preserve capital, increase cash flow and capital is to sell your time, your knowledge and your experience. So some people say, oh, well, you know, I don't want to exchange time for money. Maybe they've read Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And there'll come a time when you'll invest into assets that will pay you passive income and returns, setting to forget, and that will come. But for the meantime, if you're trying to get that cash flow off the ground or make more money or get started, what do you know very well? Maybe you're a good gamer and you can help people become a gamer. Maybe you're great on um, a martial art or a certain profession. Now, I believe everybody has knowledge and experience. And in the world we're living in right now, knowledge and experience are a real valuable commodity that you can sell. So what have you done your whole life? What are you good at? What are you better than most people at? What do you have a great passion for? And maybe you've got decades of experience or years of experience, or maybe not yet, but because you could enjoy it so much, you could get that experience quickly. Sell that. Very low overhead, very high margin. Seven of 12 ways to increase your cash flow as quick as is realistically possible is to use multimedia uh, and repurposing strategies. So you have Facebook profile, Facebook page, Facebook group. You have FaceBay, you know, the, the uh, buy sell exchange on, on Facebook. You have eBay, you have um, Shopify, you have Amazon and Audible. I'm going to need a big freaking table for this. You have Instagram. You have LinkedIn. You have Twitter. What ones have I missed? Snapchat. Uh, You have TikTok now. You have email databases, text message marketing, messenger bots. You have all these different media strategies. And a lot of people are, oh, but that's really overwhelming. And ah, but 20 years ago, you had radio, print, newspaper and magazines, or TV. 
And that was it. So you have massive multimedia opportunity to get your products and services out to the masses at low cost. And every single one of them I mentioned, by the way, because I haven't mentioned supporters programs or Patreons or Luminary or Udemy or anything like that. Those ones are, are paid for. All these ones I mentioned are free, free for you to use. And then the trick is to repurpose your product and or your content across multimedia. So at the moment, we are recording this in the studio. Uh, we will take a 10 minute edit and probably put it on LinkedIn. We're live streaming it on Instagram. We could take the recording of this once it's edited and we could put it in my disruptive entrepreneur community, my progressive property community, my book, audio and podcast club community. If there's some good one minute bits, we could take one minute excerpts and put it onto Instagram. There's probably other places I've missed, but the point is this one piece of content could be 10 or 20 different pieces of content. And that is the art of repurposing. Point eight of 12, let's make you some more cash flow as quick as is realistically possible, is make sure that what you are selling is scalable and repurposable. If you're starting business and you're making supercars, that's very hard to scale uh, from the get-go. Whereas if you create an online um, information course, you know, maybe sell it on webinars or Udemy or, or you create products that you can scale fast. So for example, maybe your masterminds, your coaching, your consultancy, your information, your mentoring. What products and services do you have that are infinitely scalable? Information is the core of this because information, you create a piece of information, let's say an online course, and you can sell a million of those with no extra overhead. Whereas if you're making suit jackets, you've obviously got to pay for each unit. So think about scalable and repurposable products and services. Now, of course, masterminds and coaching and information and mentoring, if you're doing it one-to-one, you can only scale you to a certain size. But as soon as you do it online or recorded, then you can scale to the masses. And I mean, sell millions of units to hundreds of countries. Number nine, just a few more to go. Hopefully you're finding this useful. Uh, and that is build your celebrity and or influencer and or go-to expert positioning. Now, Strictly Come Dancing, I don't know if you've ever seen this in the UK, but for years gone by, there would be sports personalities, you know, film, TV stars, and that pretty much made up the celebrities on Strictly. Now you get influencers and YouTubers and Instagrammers. So the world has changed. That little kid, Ryan, who's eight years old, who has Ryan Toys Review, that channel did $26 million, the highest grossing YouTube channel of the year last year in America, maybe even in the world. It is easier than ever to build your celebrity influencer and or go-to expert positioning. Now, when you start, you're not going to be the world celebrity. You might be the go-to expert in your niche uh, and then in your county and then in your city, then in your country then in your continent and then across the globe. So this is something that I've done because I am not known as a celebrity. I wasn't in the major newspapers for being a sports personality, you know, or an actor or a TV star. I was just a normal guy who was raised in a pretty shitty town. Uh, but what I did was I leveraged Facebook uh, and Instagram and YouTube uh, and the supporter program and all the other channels on social media, there's many of them, uh, to become the positioned go-to person uh, first in property and then for business and entrepreneurship. And you can do that and anyone can do that. 
And as we move on, I believe in 10 years, most of the celebrities are going to be social media celebrities as opposed to actors and sports celebrities. 10 of 12 ways to dramatically increase your cash flow is to sell only what people want. The amount of people that say to me, Rob, I've I've got this product. It is amazing. I do cake decoration only in green icing. I do colonic irrigation retreats in outer Mongolia. Hmm. Uh, And these people who've got this product or service, but it's so freaking niche and no one wants it and you lose. So it's not just about doing what you want if the world doesn't need it. So you've got to balance. What do you want to share with the world? What makes you feel alive and connected and valuable, but also what the market wants, what people want, what's on trend and what people will pay for. So the way you figure out this final part is you test regularly. You test different price points. You test different products and services. You get version one out quick. You test it. You see if it works. You get version two out, which is improved. You get version three out, which is improved. Like iPhone is now on iPhone 11, I think. And the iOS software, there must have been dozens of iterations of that. You survey best customers, customers that didn't buy, complainers, critics, even refunders, and find out what they liked and what they didn't like. And then you crowdsource from everyone, including your staff, ideas that might solidify and strengthen and increase the value proposition of your product and service. So sell only what people want through testing, surveying, and crowdsourcing. And in the end, you have a product that you've loved and developed and nurtured and you believe in, but you also have proof that the market wants it. And that means you can push your sales and marketing out and you can have much more confidence with much lower risk that this thing is going to sell and you're going to make cash. The penultimate way to create more cash flow, to preserve capital, to make capital and income. Capital is the lump, income is the stream, is to take any capital you have from the stuff you sold or the capital you saved because you didn't spend it on liabilities. You take that capital, you put it into assets, things that produce income. So those assets turn into income and then you take and reinvest some of that income, most of that income, back into assets. So you create this compounded effect. Take capital, preserve it by only putting it into things that go up in value, which are assets. Then um, the asset income stream, you put back into other assets to create more income streams, which takes us nicely to the final point, point 12, which creates compounding and preserving of capital. Income or capital into assets that turns into income that goes back into capital and assets that goes back into income creates massive compounding. You know, you might feel like, oh, I'm only making hundreds or thousands of dollars or pounds at the start and it's slow. But hundreds turns into thousands, turns into tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of millions pretty quickly. It took Warren Buffett, I think, something like 35 years to make his first 10 million Uh, And then I don't know if you've seen that meme that's going on around him where he starts at 14 and it's really slow to like 50 years old. And then it just goes bang all the way up to what now 80 billion, something like that, because the continual cycle of assets into income, back into assets, into income, back into assets, back into income. And then finally, preserve capital at all costs. You buy assets with capital. If you spend your capital on liabilities, your capital erodes and therefore you can't buy assets so preserve that capital at all costs.